You have arrived at your destination. Boy, oh boy, do we have a show for you tonight. Oh man, we got a lot for you tonight. Uh, we actually just recorded our um, our, our episode on uh, the beloved character, the Joker. Yeah, Clown and Prince of Crime. There was a lot to cover. We uh, we went for a, a time. We went for a time. We went we for went a couple for a hours. Bit. Yeah. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna break this into a couple uh, a couple uh, parts. We're uh, gonna have the Joker part one and the Joker part two. So we hope you stick with us through it. Is it gonna be part one and part two, or episode one and episode two, or um? I feel like George Lucas point one or point two. I feel like George Lucas ruined episode one and episode two for us. So we're gonna go he with did. part one and part two. So this uh, here's part one, uh, the one that covers the midichlorians yeah. of the Joker. <laughs> Absolutely. So we got two parts of it. Um, later on uh, in part two, we will talk about the new movie, Joker, starring Joaquin Phoenix and what we think about it. We got a lot of takes on that. One thing to say up front is we're going to spoil the crap out of that movie. So please go see it if you care we're like a, at all. We're like, a, we're like a grandmother spoiling a grandchild here. We yeah, got we lollipops. Yep. We got... Pepsi and our yep. bottles as four-year-olds. What else we got? <laughs> we got lots of hard candies. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it's boring. It's so boring. It's a boring answer. All right. Joker part one. Here we go. Spin it. Five, four, three. <laughs> it's hard to convey that silence. Well, that's that's what I, I happened think, in Wayne's world. He, he yeah. He says, yeah. Oh, he does, doesn't he? Does, he? Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. It's the funny, um, funny things you remember. Knock yeah, knock. Uh, who's there? Uh, jo- Joker episode. <laughs> Please don't kill yourself. <laughs> Joker um, episode. This is the welcome to everyone to the Common Creatives podcast. My name is Will, and, uh, and this guy over here. My name is. Maestro. Maestro. I'm trying to get that to stick. Yeah. Well, see, I think maybe the way we get it to stick is we go with Maestro Joe. We make it rhyme a little bit. Mm. You don't like that? It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it takes the yeah. it takes all the sting out of it. Just Maestro. Yeah. Is it the Maestro? Is there a definite article or is it just No. It's just Maestro. Yeah. It's like share. There's just one word. Yeah. I yeah. think so. I like that. Yeah. All right. So I'm sitting here with Maestro. Yeah, I don't. Um, I don't like it now. You don't like it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So welcome. You, ru- you ruined it. I did. I spoiled it. Yeah. Uh, welcome to the Common Creatives Podcast. This Thanks. is our episode. Yeah, no problem. This is our episode on uh, Joker. Um, we're going to be talking about the character. We're going to be talking about the history of the character, the meaning of the character. Um, our oh, you mean Joe Kerr? Yeah, from the. <laughs> <laughs> what a good pull! Oh my god, I totally forgot about that. Um, what is that from? Do you know? Uh, oh, was my that god. not from the um, the uh, Tim Burton movies? No, was he not Joe Kerr in that? No, in that he was Jack Napier. Oh, Jack Napier. Jack Napier. But there was something. There was Idiot. a comic book. Stupid. There was. <laughs> 
there was punish yourself later. There was a comic book where his name was Joseph Kerr. Joseph Kerr. <laughs> <laughs> what was no, it? No, oh no, my now. god. Jack Na- obviously. I can't remember. But that was in a comic book. I should know yeah. that as a as a as a as a hardcore Batman fan. I should be aware of that, but I don't know. But anyway, today we are talking about the Joker as a character. What Why? We, that is a good question. Why are we talking about this? I'll tell you. But yeah, please do jump in. Uh, there. The character of the Joker has been making waves <laughs> <laughs> is, in in uh, the media. This is this is Joe's local news at seven voice. <laughs> yeah, local news at seven with the maestro. <laughs> Joseph Kerr has been making <laughs> waves. Um, <laughs> local comedian Joseph Kerr. Um, yeah, obviously this this new Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie has yeah. been making waves and people are talking about it. And uh, we thought it was a good opportunity for us to talk about it um, through our own particular perspectives and not just talk about that movie, but talk about the character more broadly and his history and his, yeah. his purpose and all <clears throat> this kind of stuff. Um, so where should we start, Joe? What are you, what are you feeling talking about the Joker? I gotta say, one of my favorite characters of all time. I have a tattoo of this character on my body. So he do. I care a lot. I care a lot about this character. Ooh, uh-huh. bad choice. Bad choice. Yeah, this guy's a murdering <laughs> psychopath. Oh shit! I didn't know. <laughs> um. Well, anyway, but uh, I do love this character. So um, yeah, where would you where would you like to start? I, well, let's just start. I mean, let's let's See do. Cesar Romero. Let's do what I what I you know. Um, Bill Finger. Bill Finger. Absolutely. Let's start with talking about what the Joker is. The Joker is the arch... Uh, notice we didn't say Bob Kane. Yeah. Because we are educated on the matter. Yeah, we are. Um, Bill Finger and Jerry Robinson, actually, with probably some help from Bob Kane, probably uh, created this character back in probably the late 30s. He premiered in 1940 in the first issue of the Batman solo, or not, the Batman title series. Sure. For... Um, what would become DC Comics. So for those who have been living under a rock their entire life, the Joker is the arch villain, arch nemesis, super villain character in the mm-hmm. Batman universe. Um, and he's a clown. Right. He traditionally has green hair, white skin, red lips. He's tickled. He's tickled. He chuckles. Yeah. And he <laughs> makes others chuckle too, but they don't like it. Um, That's correct. He's a, uh, since the time of his premiere, he was a, he was a murderous clown. Without a clear, without a clear history, who just showed up in Batman issue one and started killing people, right? Yep. Um, which is he, which is interesting yeah. to think that I think the assumption is that he's gotten worse and worse over the years, and I I, mm, I do th- mm-hmm. do think that's true. But like in the sixties, right. with uh, uh, yeah. the the Batman show, everything yeah. was yeah. sillied up, and I think a lot of people growing up that was the first sure that was the Batman, first one they saw. Um, yeah. Well, and that and that comes off, and we'll talk about this later. But that also comes off of the Comics Code Authority rules, yeah. where all the characters across all the comics mediums had to get silly. Yeah. And nobody could be mean and all that stuff. We'll talk about that later. But, um, but this guy started yeah. off pretty dark. Started off pretty dark. Started off just killing people. So Finger, uh, Kane, and Robinson, their version of the Joker, which was the first are based off of two images. Um, did you find this when you were looking into the character at all? Uh, no. So um, they're based on two images. One is an image that I'm sure you've seen that Bill Finger drew of a Joker playing card. Yes. Um, that I'm sure you've seen. It looks It's this menacing-looking mm-hmm. Harlequin-type figure. Super cool, super awesome. And the other one is based on actor Conrad Veidt, I think is how you say, or Veet. I'm not sure how you say his name, but Conrad Veet in a movie called The Man Who Laughs from 1928. It was right. an early film. And so they based it on him 
visually. Yeah. yeah, and it's 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 interesting, and it's actually if you think about it, very smart because sure. when you think about a superhero, you don't typically yeah. think of a dark character. No, you think about Superman, basically. Right. You right? think of the all-American, bright, happy. This yeah. person uh, is uh, Superman, Wonder Woman, Captain America. Exactly. Right. Uh, Batman is not that, and no. um, I think that was probably a big challenge when trying to figure out who the nemesis of this yeah. f- very kind of dark caped crusader was. certainly absolutely and so they, they tickled sort of, guy tickled guy so they sort of flipped the script early on right where you have this dark sort of vampiric the shadow sherlock holmes dark hero and then the reverse is a clown which is light but he's murdering everyone yeah but it, right? it, it works so well because yeah. i think regardless of the joker as a character even existing yeah I think clowns to many people are just inherently oh yeah creepy scary yeah, yeah a lot of people are scared of them one one trope of the Joker particularly that goes all the way back to his origin which is pretty cool is Joker venom this notion that right. he kills people by and and when he kills them they die with this sort of disgusting grin on their face that's really horrifying uh, uh, which ah 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 love that Joker love that um, Joker I think you were doing Jurassic Park there if I'm not <laughs> oh my <laughs> I'm god not mistaken. <laughs> Just, no, it's. I was like, where? Yeah, yeah. Jesus. All right. Well, that'll be it for tonight. I was thinking. It's so funny that I just keep butchering these Tim Burton Batman movies. But you got to rewatch. It's time for a rewatch. For me, like those movies were. Yeah. They were canon. You know, they were definitive. Yeah. Religion. Yeah. Um, so those were my definitive characters. Yeah, and I just keep butchering this. Well, when movie was the last I time you so watched much? Batman eighty nine? It's probably been too oh, long. It's probably been like five or six years. Oh, that's too long. Yeah. you got to get one a it year is. in. And you know why that is? Why is that? It's because it's when I moved out of my buddy Jake's house. Mm-hmm. He still has all of my DVDs. <sighs> all of them. What a dick! I actually just texted him about it. The other- well, I mean, I left. Yeah, him no, like, I know. I'm just kidding. Jack's I wonderful. moved into a small condo and i had no room for him yeah but yeah. now i got this sweet basement well yeah now we gotta watch we gotta watch batman 89 really soon so yeah. um the background of the character from a fictional perspective um do you want to dig into that or do you want to do you want to look at something else first because if you got stuff that's in, that's in my notes so let's talk about it about so it. the first <laughs> the first thing to note is that there is no I mean, there's there is going to have to necessarily be a first origin story, but there's no definitive one, and to some extent, that is definitive about the character. Sure, right? So, um, at least in well, there's, potentially there's until a de- recently, there's right? a definitive story in the books. Yeah. Um. And okay. there, but there's a line at the end that essentially yeah. negates it. Yes. Um. But to some people, no. I right. think that's what's so interesting about the character, and we can, we can get uh-huh. into this now or later. Sure. And this plays heavily into this new Joker movie. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I think whenever you and I went and saw the dark, uh, the Dark Knight. Yeah. Heath Ledger started telling his first his origin story. Yeah. How he got the scars on his yeah. face. And it was kind of like a s- sad story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember we <laughs> sat in the theater and we were both probably cringing like Yeah. Oh no, this Nolan, is what you're going with. Come on, you know better, yeah. Chris Nolan. You're going with this, to, right? Yeah. It was I mean, his dad and who it, abused him. Exactly. And, et cetera, et cetera. and he's just he's just saying it, but then like 10 15 minutes yeah. later he tells a different story tells a different story so good it's multiple so, choice so brilliant so yes. you never find out for sure where that version of the joker came from and you never find out where many of them ever yeah. came from um in this new movie you do yeah from their perspective so 
prominent before we jump to the new movie. Yeah. Let me throw out some a couple prominent origin yeah. stories of the Joker because he does have multiple. So one is that he was before he was the Joker, he was another arch villain named the Red Hood. And so do you remember yeah, this? I, I do. Yeah. Um, he has this mirrored looking helmet on that's right. red and he's got a big red cape and he wears a tuxedo. Sure. Um, and so in that version of the story, he falls into, he's in some version. Is this he, prior to the killing joke? Yes. Because they flipped the script on the killing joke yes. and essentially put him in the yes. In outfit. The, the, the killing yeah. joke is probably the definitive Joker book, right? Right. Um, but the Red Hood thing, at least to my understanding, somebody can correct me on this if I'm wrong. The Red Hood thing, I think, predates um, the killing joke but yeah. the killing joke co-opts it so probably the definitive joker book is the killing joke by alan moore and this, what's actually what's great about that yeah. is that it's it's the joker taking that story yeah. and then messing with it absolutely so this so the killing joke contains both the red hood story where he's this red hood who falls into a vat of chemicals and that makes him into the joker um, but it also in enhances that story by also making him a failed comedian Right, um, so he's a failed comedian who, in a t- in an attempt to make some quick money to support his family, to support his family, steps in and becomes the Red Hood uh, for some mobsters. Right. The Red Hood is just this faceless, you know, it's different people all the time, yeah. and the mobsters put him in the place, and things go wrong. He falls into chemicals, and he becomes the Joker. Right? Yeah. Um, uh, Scott Snyder, uh, yes, I was re- gonna... retells the story yep. uh, in the last ten years or so. Yeah, maybe maybe ten years ago now. Yeah, maybe not that long. Mm, not not ten not years, quite. but yeah. But he flips the script even a little bit further, right? Yeah. He kind of retells it in a. He co-ops the Red Hood imagery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he shifts it to where there is an entire Red Hood gang. Right, and presumably, although Snyder loves to play with what actually happened and what doesn't, right? He loves to leave things open ended, but presumably, the jo- who becomes the Joker was previously the head of the Red Hood gang, the leader of the Red Hood gang. So you have that version as well. Right. right? Um, there's also a version that I actually really, really love, and I'm having trouble remembering the name of it. Mobsters and Mad Men, something like that. Yeah. Um, that was a story of the Joker's origin where he was just a mobster first. Yeah. He was a mobster first. Chemicals happened. So he was already right. sociopathic. He just so didn't have white skin. That's Tim Burton's Tim Burton, version. Yes. And he I don't took know if that. He took that run with it. Yeah. I don't know if the comic came first or if the movie came first, but nevertheless, yeah. yeah. Um, that's Tim Burton's version, right? He's already a mobster. Yeah. And in Burton's version, his name's Jack Napier. Right. Runs in, has a run-in with the Batman and falls into the vat. And in that version, he is the one who killed Batman's, Bruce Wayne's parents. Right. Right? Which is another spin on things. Convenient. It's just convenient. convenient. So the Joker in the comics starts out as this sociopathic killer, this clown killer. During the 1950s, when everybody got super scared of communists and super scared of what comic books were doing to children, right? Um, and psychologists and librarians and church officials and police officers came out and said, the problem with the youth is comics. The comics industry instigated the comics code on itself, which restricted the content that they could put into comic books. And so... The Joker, like everyone else, got silly during this time, right? Right. Now he just wanted to rob banks and yep. all this stuff, and Batman just had to stop him, right? Right. Uh, there wasn't very much killing and that kind of thing. It was all heists and jokey, prank-ish things, right? Right. Stuff like that. Mm-hmm. He also, during that time, got his own comic. He got the... There was a comic right, with his did. title. Yeah. Uh, which was mostly him being a silly sort of anti-hero kind of thing. That changed, though. Uh, in 1973. 
Okay. So, do we want to talk about the TV series now, or do we want to wait and pop back to it when we talk about live action Jokers? No, I think we can talk about it now. I mean, okay. it, I think it fits into this. It does. Uh, yeah, this tone a little bit better. Yeah, of being silly. Yeah. So in 1966, from 66 to 69, you get the Batman TV show with Adam West and all this stuff. And you get a Joker who yeah. refuses to shave his mustache <laughs> before his mustache. putting on his makeup. Do you think Caesar? So this is Caesar Romero in the Batman TV show. Do you think he knew that the mustache as a as a thing in that version of the Joker would become so iconic? No, I don't think so. I think he thought this thing is going to be kind of a flash in the pan of a yes. show yeah yeah it's actors gotta act yeah probably yeah. getting older probably just taking roles where he can get them sure and he's like hey the mustache is my thing i'm not yeah. shaving my wasn't mustache. he sort of a sexy leading man other than the i Joker? think so i yeah. felt like he was he's in the golden girls i saw that <laughs> he <laughs> recently was. he was in the golden girls yeah yeah um and it was so hard when i was watching that uh not to hear the joker talking which mm-hmm. was pretty funny but anyway yeah so he had that mustache i love his laugh in mm-hmm. the batman show What's what's so interesting good. about the Batman show is yeah. I, I kind of feel like there's not a big distinction between mm-hmm. the Joker and the Riddler. Yes. They both kind of are just these silly True. guys that laugh a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. They both laugh maniacally. Yeah. One throws out riddles, but the other throws out jokes. They're very, you know, very similar. That's a, yeah. yeah. That could be a whole conversation, I think. I wonder to the extent to which the Riddler is kind of derivative. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, but anyway, Cesar Romero is great in that. Super interesting. And I think he sort of defines, he adds to the definition of that character. It's not a sort of throwaway yeah. nonsense thing. Do you well, know what I mean? And that's something I want to get into yeah. later um, yeah. is the, the fact that especially these comic book characters are written and rewritten and rewritten. And yeah. you're, we're not talking about a, a novel no. that's being you know remade over and over again. We're yeah. talking about very short stories yeah. that one writer one writer wrote another guy took it yeah. ran with it ran yeah. with it and and then started a new whole series of this thing that did yeah. not didn't necessarily connect to the first one yeah so i'm kind of in the in in the ballpark of i have my idea of what i think the joker is and should be the yeah. same thing with batman yeah yeah um you have your favorites like i have my batman yeah, yeah i have yeah. my joker <laughs> sure um, and what that looks like, but at the same time, like those characters are a lot of things. Yeah. You know, they're not. Yes. They're not something that exists. Like no, they're not real people. It would they, be. They are what we, of course, what kind we, of ma- make them to be. Yeah, of course. And it would be. And honestly, I mean, and I know people. A lot of people get kind of precious about like their version of whatever the character is. Yeah. It would be incredibly sad if the characters stopped changing and evolving. Right. Even if it was, it stopped changing at your favorite, and they just yeah. rewrote your favorite version of the character over and over and over, that would be terrible. Right. Right? No, I agree. Um, so I, I couldn't do without Cesar Romero Joker. I love him. Um, and even in the new, in the comics, where they've sort of redone the comics in the style of Batman 66, the comic mm-hmm. title is called Batman 66, they draw the mustache on Joker, which I love. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> It's so good. So he brings this camp. He chooses the scenery. It's very flashy and, and campy and 60s and, you know, mod and sort of fun. Right. But in the wake of this, you know, comics code, Comics start to suck, right? Because mm-hmm. when you have to say only pro police things, where the the bad guys only use water guns and and rob banks, it yeah. gets boring very quickly. Sure, and sort of soulless. Hey, this is kids stuff. Exactly. And so in 1973, the Joker is revived, 
and sort of revised by Dennis Denny O'Neill and Neil Adams. Yeah. Beginning in Batman number two fifty one, which is a um, an issue called the Joker's Five Way Revenge, uh, which was a super cool story. I, I saved up and bought a copy of it for like really cheap, an original copy of it. And the the character in that returns to his sort of roots, although they expand on it a little bit. But he returns to his roots as the story is basically. Um, someone in the Joker's five-person gang has flipped on him, and he doesn't know, or nobody knows who it is, and so he is killing members of his former gang after he gets out of prison one by one. And Batman's trying to protect the members of his gang, and some of them are like, don't want anything to do with Batman, and the Joker goes through and kills all the members of his former gang. Super cool. that's what makes (laughs) this character so interesting, is like, you've got this kind of like this this hero that's like this yeah. you know dark knight vigilante yes and he has this code where he's trying to protect these gang members yeah. from absolutely uh, from a, a greater evil and that's where you see flashes of that sort of very good guy batman right yeah uh where he's like yeah i'm dark and and brooding and stuff like that but I'm not just going to let these people die, right? He has these yeah. principles and stuff like that, which is so interesting, right? Right. Which is what makes the Joker such a good foil for him. So anyway, you have that happen in the comics. Obviously, this new darker version of the Joker and of Batman sort of take off. Right. In the 80s, you get Killing Joke, which you talked about. You get right. um, Dark Knight Returns. and you get, you get a boatload of crazy Batman Joker yeah. stories. Yes, absolutely. Um, and it's really it's really interesting too because you know one of Batman's biggest things is Batman does not kill. Yeah, right. Um, and though he has killed plenty of times, <laughs> he did at the beginning, but yeah, sure. Yeah, uh, the Zack uh, Zack Snyder movies, he killed. Yeah, um, right, right. It was uh, he he called it more manslaughter than anything. Sure. And even in Batman Returns, at the beginning, he chucks a dyn- or a guy with a dynamite down a like a manhole or something. He explodes, yeah. and he even has a smirk on his face when he does it. Um, and, and it's funny because the writer of that movie, the movie was rewritten before uh, Tim Burton ever made it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he still to this day says, like, that wasn't in my script. Batman oh, didn't kill that guy in my Interesting. Huh. Um, but that being said, that. Yeah. the Joker is a serial killer. He's a, yeah. you know, so he yes. you've got this, uh, what's the line in Dark Knight? What happens when an immovable... Unstoppable force meets an immovable well, object. Yeah. That was it. You've got this hero who's just... <laughs> just all yeah. knuckled yeah. power mm-hmm. who refuses to kill yeah and you've got this scrawny little yeah. so- sociopath killer yes and he will never stop right so like yeah. that's just a really interesting dynamic yeah it and really that's is. why it, it's worked for so long absolutely and so the the 1980s culminates with one of i mean until recently probably one of the definitive jokers right which is jack nicholson yeah so you get that in 1989 in tim burton's batman movie um so uh, let me ask you this if you have particular thoughts on this what choices does nicholson make or does burton make as a filmmaker um in the process of this batman film that make it more interesting that further define the character in ways we think of today or what does he do that's interesting creatively uh create i mean creatively yeah. and aesthetically he yeah. gives him a permanent smile he does yes um which is very as a kid like i remember it, i felt weird about it did you yeah like I the just, way his face looks nicholson's face looks right because his, fa- his face is contorted yeah. yeah all the time yeah and he puts the makeup on like yeah well 
you know, and the, and yeah, and this like the makeup is skin. The makeup skin tone, is flesh yeah, tone. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and his, it's just yeah. Ooh. So he has permanent white skin. Permanent white skin, which is kind of the and a the permanent staple, smile, which yeah. is the staple comics thing is the permanent white skin. But he has a thing, and and I understand what you're saying about that making you feel strange because it is the kind of thing where in that film Nicholson will have a straight face sometimes. Yeah. But his the corner of his of his mouth are just still just yeah. pointing upward. Yeah, so I mean that's an interesting thing mm-hmm. that I, at least to my knowledge, hadn't been done before. Um, to what extent do you think Nicholson is playing the Joker, and to what extent do you think he's just being Jack Nicholson? Because you're right. talking about a point in history when uh, superhero movies, comic book movies, um, if you want to equate those two, were certainly not taken seriously. Sure, right? Um, you had Superman, you had Chris Reeve Superman beforehand. Um, yeah. yeah, well, I, I think that's something that's so interesting about a lot of these characters characters we love so much. Sure. Because, I mean, their personalities aren't necessarily that well-defined. Yeah. Um, Jack Nicholson, if he's a murderous sociopath that yeah. laughs a lot and shoots yeah. people, and then he acts like Jack Nicholson, then that's the Joker. Sure. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, what are your thoughts? So a couple of things that I think are worth noting, just as somebody who like thinks tends to think about these things in terms of sort of broader culture and all this stuff, is... It reads to me a bit like, so this is one of my favorite movies of all time, but it reads to me a bit like the, you didn't have a bunch of good superhero movies at this point. Sure. Certainly they weren't taken seriously. This was the mm-hmm. one of the ones that made that a game changer. The, the, and the, the assumption was when Batman 89 came out, that yeah. it was not going to be... It was going to be a comedy or something. Yeah, it right? was not going to be a, a like, yeah. you know, I, I think Kevin Smith has said a hundred times, like yeah. when that movie came out, he's like, Oh my God! They got it right. It's yeah. my Batman. Yeah, you know? and well, and there was a producer who actually worked really, really hard for many, many years trying to get various studios to make a serious Batman film that wasn't right. like Batman sixty six, right? Which is um, Michael you know, Uslan, I think, which is, is not name. wasn't where <laughs> Batman and the Joker came from. No. That was yeah, of course. You know. That was the development. That was the original thing. So, but anyway, I, I wonder to what extent when I when I think about Batman eighty nine and I think about the Joker, I wonder the extent to which Warner Brothers was basing their strategy off what they did with Superman, which was they got an actor with some name to right. play the to play the hero, mm-hmm. and then they got someone else as sort of a a, a B part in the movie, sort of a second tier role in the movie who had a lot of name recognition. So in Superman, right. it's, uh, it's uh, what's his name? His uh, father. Marlon Brando. Marlon Brando, right? So it's Chris Reeves who leads it, but then Martin Brando's the real name, but he's not playing the lead because he's too sure. big of an actor <laughs> to play a silly superhero. Yeah. So I wondered the extent to which they're doing that here because Michael Keaton... I'm sure. I mean, yeah. Jack Nicholson was billed first in that movie. Yes, exactly. And Michael Keaton was what? Mr. Mom... Mr. He was Mr. Mom. He was Mr. Mom, and he primarily. had been in Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice as well. So um, he was a. Com- you thought of him as a comedic actor yeah, at that and point. It's funny you, yeah. if you Google it. You know, a lot of now we're so interconnected. Anytime you hear anything about any casting of yeah, any, of like especially comic book movies that we yeah. love so much, we know if people um, have a meeting about a movie. But you know, yeah, yeah. Um, Google what it was like when yeah. Michael Keaton was. People were pissed. Cast. Yeah, yeah, like Mr. Mom is not my Batman. Yeah. That's I mean that was the yeah quote yeah well and and to to bring it back to joker right i wonder the extent to which they got nicholson because of jack torrance in the shining 
Um, sure. You know what I mean? He's yeah. already played this sort of murderous character who's uh-huh. psych- psychotic, et cetera, et cetera. Well, I think um, he's known for his smile, too. True, his yeah. creepy he has a smile. Creepy smile. Yeah, definitely. Um, and um, that's probably, that was probably, those were their probably two yeah. uh, qualifying sure. things. Like, he looks, he has a creepy smile and he is a known actor. Yeah. Um, and so, of course, that film was huge. Um, it was enormous. It gives, first of all, it helps to sort of define the sort of Tim Burton aesthetic that mm-hmm. we think of, uh, or it's him further developing yeah. that. Uh, him bringing that to Gotham was so cool. And then also, but he like he like yeah. really went there with Batman Returns. Yes, and this isn't a really Batman episode. There. Yeah. Part of me just, I just love Batman Returns. Oh, so many Batman people Returns hate too. that movie. No, I love it. Yeah, I don't know what it is about that movie, but it's like... We'll get into that with our Tim Burton episode when okay. we eventually do that, cool. because that movie's wonderful. It's um, wonderful. It's wonderful. But nevertheless, um, so Nicholson's Joker does a few things. He chews the scenery. It seems like Nicholson yeah. is playing this like he thinks it's a cartoonish He's good. Don't get yeah. me wrong. I he, love him. In he it. dances to but Prince. Absolutely. He, yeah. Yes. It's all very big and loud and funny and whatever. Yeah. Uh, it's scary too because it's Nicholson, but nevertheless, it's it's still campy when you watch sure. back. Um, he does that. It gives it a it gives the Joker a clear backstory, which is interesting, right? Yes. It makes the Joker. He's a gangster before he's the Joker. He's a gangster who falls into a vat of chemicals when he's you know uh, trapped between the Batman and the police. Yeah. What happens when you take a bad guy and throw him in a vat of chemicals? <laughs> right. He gets yeah. worse. He gets worse. So anyway, anything else about Nicholson for now? Just general? They straight up killed him at the end. They did kill him at the yeah. end. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess the assumption was we ain't getting Jack Nicholson twice. No. We get to do this thing one time. That used to... Yeah. That, that scene really gave me the willies as a yeah. kid, but I was just glued to I, the I mean, TV I, for those movies. I was, we both were three years old when that movie came out. And I remember like, I remember watching it when I was too young. There's a scene where the Joker shakes a guy's hand and shocks him to death. Yeah. Uh, and I remember hearing that scene a bunch of times before I ever got to see it. Cause my parents wouldn't let me look at the screen. Right. And so I would hear the guy like frying and I didn't get to see it until later. And then that end scene when I was super, super young where he's laying there dead on the concrete, but he's got that laughing bag in his yeah. that bag of, bag of laughs or whatever in his coat uh-huh. pocket. I remember not fully understanding and right. being like, wait, is he still alive? Yeah, or? no, as a kid, you're like, yeah. oh, he's... Whew, man, yeah. that really knocked the wind out of him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so Jack Nicholson, uh, I'm sure we may return to him during this discussion, um, but in 1992, I think it is, uh, you get one of another super definitive version of the Joker. And... For for me, the Batman the animated series and then mm-hmm. Batman uh, the the live action yeah. are almost like they almost live together. They're fused, yeah. Um, they're I fused, get that. and like, well, you start the show off yeah. with uh, Danny Elfman's yes. Tim Burton, theme. of course, and the and it premieres in '92, which is close to when Batman Returns comes out, right? Yeah. And the penguin that they show in there is the penguin from Batman Returns, but cleaner and yeah. all this. So there's all this Burtony stuff in there mm-hmm. uh, for sure. And it's its own thing, but you're absolutely right. It's building off of the cultural clout that Tim yeah. Burton built. Well, they they, they yeah. started that show by... At the burp. Um, <laughs> they uh, 
uh, just to give you an idea of them them like trying to legitimately keep it yeah dark yeah 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 they literally drew it on black paper uh, I know which so is good so great so good yeah it's like turn, something wrong with the TV Bobby heavily, heavily influenced by the Fleischer Superman from like when the 1940s or 50s yeah. something like and that and I, I had those um, on VHS my dad had oh, those so good yes where he's he punches the lasers yes and, so yeah. good mm-hmm. so cool and dark and you can definitely see the influence if you if you look mm-hmm. that stuff up but you get <laughs> so that is so that theme is so buried in yes. my lizard brain consciousness Same. like you know what i mean oh it's anytime so anytime i hear someone yeah walk up a, yeah. a minor scale it's like yeah oh that Ooh. is that's danny elfman that's Batman. it yeah that's Batman. for sure um so mark hamill uh so let's talk about mark hamill you had a close call here where you almost had somebody else playing the joker i did um, not know this you did not know this no you will not believe who it is and it'll make perfect sense tim curry almost voiced the joker makes that does make uh, sense he actually did voice a couple of episodes and then had to leave the project for whatever reason i don't remember but you can find episodes where it is like bootleg versions of episodes where it's tim curry being the joker um who would have thought that mark hamill would turn out how he turned out would have thought right what a surprise talent yeah (laughs) you know and i mean at this point I, I mean, Luke Skywalker's great. Luke Skywalker's great. But at this point, I think of Mark Hamill more in terms of Joker than he's I do. A, in, he's a character actor. Absolutely. He's not he a is. leading man. No, he's not. And so I think of Mark Hamill in terms of Joker, possibly because I'm a Batman guy, but I think of him in terms of Joker more than I think of him in terms of Luke Skywalker, for sure. sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he, he, I know, he redefines the Joker to a large extent, right? And it, it feels like, I think Mark Hamill's Joker in Batman the Animated Series feels like the Joker that you always knew existed. This is just... It is the penultimate... You're you're pulling him from the pages and making him real. Yeah, it's the paradigm Joker. This is... I mean, it's probably just my opinion, but in my opinion, like that is the Joker. That's the Joker. That's the guy. Because And part of the reason I think he does that is because it was a kid's show, and so some of it is funny and things like that, but he captured both the funny lightheartedness, but he also captured the scary murderous clown element right. too and he combined those in such there's, an interesting way there's something about the joker in just costumes yeah that just feels correct yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know where he uh-huh. he wears these I, I think we talked about it too when uh the suicide squad was coming out and yeah. you saw those stills of jared leto yeah. with a with a tommy gun and a um uh, a tuxedo on yeah. always putting on these different outfits like oh this could be really good even though the tattoos are what they are. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, we'll yeah. get to we'll get to Jared. We'll get to Jared. Yeah. So one quick shout out as we're moving forward. One of the places in which I thought Mark Hamill's Joker was showcased the best was uh, in the movie Mask of the Phantasm, which was this. Uh, I, I think it had a limited theatrical release, but ultimately it was a sort of straight to VHS at the time thing, and you got it in one of those big what's it called, sort of clamshell VHS cases. Uh, I remember having that. But it was this film, it was a standalone movie, and I think it was rated PG-13, and Mark Hamill's Joker was in it, and he just got to be, he got to be more evil and a little more scary than he got to be in the afternoons on WB. I think and that's it was just wonderful. Something interesting about DC animated films in general yeah. is they are not afraid to go to really kind of gnarly places. Yes, yeah, for sure. And this was sort of, 
in the early stages of that. Yeah. Um, but it was it's one of the greatest, you know, I've seen people call it the greatest Batman film ever made. Greatest right? Batman um, movie in general. Movie, yeah, made. exactly. Yeah. Um, okay, so that's Mark Hamill. So then, I mean, this brings us, we have to spend a little bit of time. We have to spend a little bit of time on Heath, right? Heath, right. Um, he's probably the next touch point that you sure. have to talk about after Mark Hamill. I think, you know, we're getting older. Yeah. Are you getting older? I'm trying not to, but I think I am, yeah. It's weird, right? It is we're strange, getting older. Yeah. I don't love it. You know, people with super functioning minds have yeah. been were born at this point after oh, the know. millennium. I know it's terrifying. They're buying cigarettes, Will. Oh god. Legally. Okay. God. They're probably buying vapes. They're probably so, vaping. Yeah. They gotta rip that cotton, bro. You gotta be careful because yeah. like <laughs> those vapes are yeah. not Right. Okay, I'm not getting into it. Don't right get now. into vapes, dude. <laughs> Y'all just don't quit smoke. Just if you're gonna smoke something, just make it just 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 cannabis. It's yeah. probably the best. Just make it. The I don't weeds. care for it, but please, you do that. Don't smoke tobacco. Anyway, um, wait, um, where was I headed? I, um, I go down these kids, weird. Kids are adults now. Is what kids you were saying. We're old. And I would I would argue that most people, most yeah. of these young adults, yeah. uh, definitive Joker is Heath yeah. Ledger. Oh, of course. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Because he was, I mean, Heath Ledger was 11 years ago at Ten this point. Ten Things I Hate About You Guys, seriously? A Knight's Tale? That's not going to be my joke. A Knight's Tale? I Okay, so here's the deal. Uh, and I'll, I'll ask you about this. I remember the lead up to The Dark Knight happening. Yeah. I don't remember being upset about it. I remember being a little confused, but I, I, I wasn't paying attention to the point at which... I've always loved Batman, but I go through, I go through seasons. And it was a season where like, I loved Batman Begins. I thought it was awesome. But I, when I heard them announce him, I was just like, "What?" But I wasn't mad about it. I, I didn't. I was like, "He's gonna I, be that." That's a weird thing. I, I, I remember feeling something similarly, and, yeah. and I think at that time, like we still didn't have our finger on the pulse yeah, of yeah, what, yeah. you know, YouTube yeah. w- was just invented was a few years beforehand. Yeah, you know, yeah. like. Sure. Which is weird, God. Yeah, but You're many people. Old. I know, but many people were upset. They were mad, sure. as hell, that he was going to be the Joker. And to some extent, that's understandable. This character is very precious to them. They don't want it yeah. used badly, especially given the fact that you hadn't seen the Joker on screen in twenty Gee, years. Man, I don't know. Like, here's 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 where I come in. At yeah. That. Okay. Please. You can get mad if you want to get mad. We're at a place yeah. where they're making movies yeah. just about the Joker. Yeah, of course. This wasn't that case, though. It wasn't. This was no. before that, right? Even so, they're making Batman movies. Yeah. Like, they're, no, this I is, get it. This is round two. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah, it is. No, it is. I mean, and absolutely, there's something to be said for that. But just to just Don't to give, give people their opinions, Just Will. to give it, just to give them the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. I will say this. If we, if it was the case, it, looking back, it looks silly to get mad about it because you know only a couple years later you're gonna have a new Batman and a new Joker, and then only a couple years later you're gonna have another one, yeah. um, and so the turnover starts to really pick up. Sure. But at that point, it would have this been, is gonna be it. Yes, for this my is gonna generation. be well, and it, that's the thing. If that was gonna be the only Joker for the next twenty years that you got to see on film. Yeah. Which is what it was between Heath and and Jack Nicholson. Yeah, but I can understand being worried about them making sure. the wrong choice. No, um, no, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, if you think about it, <laughs> yeah. like yeah. Heath Ledger, like he's not like a silly, funny, like yeah, heartthrob. Well, like, now he's not, right? But I mean, like, like he's he wasn't the guy that came in and was like boop ba doo ba doo. No, like, no, no. Had he done Brokeback Mountain? Yeah, at that point? he had okay. done Broke. Like, yeah, like that's yeah, yeah. an 
inter- like it's interesting. It's, yeah, it's an odd choice, but it's not like oh my god, this is going. You know, sure. Like, yeah, I don't he, understand that. Right. And the same thing with Robert Pattinson. Like, sure, oh, yeah. he was in Twilight. Sure. But that was like the oh, he's, only thing he's ever been in that was just like a cash oh, grab. Dude, put me on the record right now. It wasn't just a cash grab. I mean, he's building his career, but like. Put me on the record right now for he's going to be fine. He's going to be fine. So, But let's stick with Heath, right? Because we're doing yeah. Joker. Let's talk about Heath Ledger redefines the character. Absolutely. And it's not only Heath. It's the writers. It's the director. It's the art direct- <clears throat> direction. It's all this stuff. Yeah. But that take on the character redefines the character. It does. And yeah. I, th- I think what's interesting about it is like they he took the character and uh, he... he dehumanized him further than I think he had ever been. Yes. In the sense that like yeah. you didn't know his motivations. Mm-mm. You didn't know he he was a hurricane he's just a, coming yeah. through. He's he was a just a strike. He's yeah. yeah. Um and I, Chris Nolan, I mean we've talked about this, right? Chris Nolan compares him to the shark in jaws, right? Yeah. Uh he Which wants to he's just a force. Awesome. He's just a force. You know, he comes in and yeah. he like he gives he gives the he gives Two Face a chance. He just lets leaves it up yeah. to chance whether he was going to get shot and in the you, face or not. And the thing about that portrayal is, you believe him. You believe that if it had gone the other way, he would have just died right there. Yeah, you know what I mean. Let's, he, ha- it's so good. It's super so good. good. And and just to to call back to yeah. to earlier, like the fact that like when I when we saw Heath Ledger, Ledger's Joker yeah. kind of define his backstory, that was a bummer for me. Sure. Um, yeah. I, I I don't know that I don't know if it at the time if it was just specifically that backstory, or I'm not sure whether Heath Ledger's Joker kind of really kind of put in stone the fact that that the Joker is a mystery uh-huh. and he has been a mystery. Yeah. Um. In uh. In 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 Alan Moore's origin story. Yeah. In Killing Joke. For you know. Sure. I, what was what was the last line? He's like, you know, I I prefer if I'm gonna have a past. If I'm gonna have a past, yeah. I prefer it to be multiple choice. Yes. Exactly. I don't know. Is 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 that something where this version of the Joker really kind of solidified that idea? Yeah. I mean, I think so. In more yeah. broader culture, right? I, I to my read anyway. I mean, because comics fans knew that from. Killing Joke, but even Killing Joke gives um, a general structure of the story, and then there are little bits where it's like, is he remembering that right, or is he just lost his yeah. mind? Kind of things like this. Um, whereas this is, he gives three distinct stories and sells every one of them completely separate. Sells every one of them just, like yeah. they're true, and not only that, but from an aesthetic sense, right? And this happened in the comics, maybe coincidentally, right around the same time. He has um, cut cheeks. He, he has the smile, smile carved. Yeah. Well, there's a smile carved in his face. Whoever did it, right? Yeah. And so we, we don't know. know. Yeah, we don't know about him. And also, he's not. He's clearly not dropped into a vat of chemicals. He dyes sure. his hair and he puts on makeup. And that's part of sort of Nolan's whole aesthetic of ultra realistic or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but nevertheless, the that, real world, Joker. the real world Joker. But that that Joker, I think you can't talk about that character anymore without talking. And of course he wins an Oscar uh, posthumously for his performance. Uh, but that, that changes the character. It's, it's incredible. And you can't talk about it without talking about that movie at this point. Yeah. And, and you yeah. know, I wonder like, and this is kind of getting already getting into Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. Joker. Let's, let's do that soon. Um, so, you know, there's this, this whole, whole argument kind of swirling around of, of have we humanized the Joker too much with sure. this new movie? Yeah. 
Um, are we rooting for him? Yeah. Should we feel sympathy for him? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, you know, thinking back to Heath Ledger's Joker, okay, Heath Ledger's Joker kills more people. Yeah. Oh um, yeah. He's oh, he's yeah. much more intentional. He's more methodical. Yeah. And methodical. Yeah. He's a he's an absolute monster, right? He really is, yeah. Um, but he's portrayed in a way that he is an animal. He's yeah. a force of nature. Right. Do we hate bears for what they are? Right, right. You know what I mean? Sure. Is a wolf yeah. an evil thing, or yeah. is that just what it is? Or is that just what happens? Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think that's that's an interesting... That is an interesting you point. Know, that's how Heath Ledger's portrayed it. He was this, yeah. He was a wild animal. He was... Yeah. Yeah, his motivations were not clear. Well, and also, so can we? Can we? Um, we can we can touch on Jared Jared Leto or Jared Leto, however you say it. Um, I think it's Leto. Leto. Okay. My my overall my just one shot sentence about Jared Leto is that I thought he's a good actor. It was wasted potential on a so so movie. Completely agree. Uh, wasted potential. Um, DC really dropped the ball because mm-hmm. and, and it it's not completely their fault. It's just sure. That it's the world. Marvel. Yeah caught lightning in a bottle yeah. in a way that no one will ever again. No, no, no. Um, uh-uh. And they did it in a way where they built this very, very slowly, just like in the comic books. Like, yeah. we we read crossovers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we've been reading car- crossovers for years of in course, the comic books, yeah. but they've never done it in the movies yeah. in such a way. They've well, in Marvel, <laughs> Marvel sort of did that first in the books too, right? I sure. mean, with, you know, Avengers and stuff like you that. You know, so DC yeah. comes in and they're like, okay, well, we've drug our feet, so yeah. we need to we need to skip yeah. steps. Yes, exactly. And when you step... And, but the reason that yeah. doesn't work yeah. is because I have my Batman, yeah. I have my Joker, yeah. I have my... All of these characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when you just throw one out into the world yeah. that's already exist and has existed for a long time yeah. and doesn't have enough screen time to develop, yeah. then it could be it's anyone's guess as to who who that character is. Yeah. And I want I even wonder if that was part of the motivation for Chris Nolan to take strip all of that out. Yeah. To where yeah, like, yeah. you don't have to get to know this character in that sense. But Yeah. So no, I mean, yeah, the tattoos were weird. Right. The tattoos were weird. Um, and I think that comes from a a, a place where yeah. it's not just the aesthetic; it's just like you're putting yourself in the character's shoes. What's yeah. the character thinking yeah, when he gets ha 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 tattooed all over? His body? Yeah, and it feels very self referential in yeah. a way that's not cool or interesting. But there, um, but there. I mean, there are ways to do it. But there you, are ways you, to do that. You but have to assume. Yeah. If you imagine Joker just dying laughing putting these things on his body yeah you need to show me that you need to make that part of the character exactly as opposed to just part of the aesthetic so i think jared Jared leto could have been great but i don't think he was in the in the film i mean he his performance might have been great it wasn't it wasn't there put are, out there in the there world are in a, way a that few was moments that felt so yeah. comic book oh for sure where yeah. he's got the tommy gun and in the, the yes. tuxedo and he's just a lot of potential but you know it didn't come to fruition so let's talk about joaquin phoenix hey 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 hold it hold hey, it hold it hold let's it. cut stop it, it right there stop it hey y'all this is stop us. it this is us from the future breaking in to say that's plenty for this episode doctor maestro yeah you're speaking a long time yeah. Let's let's put a pin in it and let's bring it back next week or whenever it comes back. Y'all are doing great, but we're going to stop right there. We've had enough for this week. So, uh we'll see y'all soon with part 2 of our Joker two-parter. Wait, you're saying there's a second part? Yeah, there's a second part you coming. You have got to be joking. No, I- <laughs>
<laughs> knock knock who's there joker part two coming really soon we'll see y'all later at the common creators podcast Thank you for listening, DNN.